This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic from Bloomberg Radio. This week, another SPAC went public on Wednesday. It's the Athena Technology Acquisition Corporation. It's a $250 million blank check company co-founded by our next guest who also founded a cybersecurity company, Extreme Solutions. She is chair of that company. She spent 22 years in the military. So many chapters, so impressive. Great to welcome Phyllis uh, Newhouse. She's CEO and co-founder of Athena Technology Acquisition on the phone in New York City. Uh, Phyllis, great to have you here on Bloomberg Radio. I caught a little bit of your interview with our own Matt Miller earlier on Bloomberg Television. Um, first of all, congratulations. The space is crowded, though. Why is SPAC? Well, you, you know, thank you for having me, number sure. one. Sure. So, uh, so, you know, we deliberately created the company to target the sectors in, our, in which our diverse team has deep knowledge, experience, and our professional relationships, and we're all women. And we were dedicated to ensuring that the women benefit from being early movers in the SPAC, uh, that we're able to achieve something that hadn't been done before. And so we, what we decided to do was we realized that it was a lot of, you know, people say, well, the market is getting saturated. But we, what we realized is that we had something that was very different than what you see with most SPACs. How is it different? Just because of the oh. so many women involved or... Well, no, not necessarily. Uh, well, we're, we're all, yeah, that is one thing. We're all women. But here's the thing. Here's a takeaway. Uh, when we look at, we span across industries from investment banking to private equity to VC to founders to creators. We, we have three um, women in the SPAC that started businesses from nothing and are doing a billion in revenues. So we, so we believe that founders like to talk to founders. We understand. And we believe that because of the proprietary deal flow that we've been able to put together, we believe that our, our spec is very different um, because it was strategically done to, to, to win. And I, and I believe that any company that we bring forward will benefit from, from this group of women that we've been able to put together. And I just want to put out some of the names. Stacey Abrams, uh, Kay Koplovitz. Uh, she was, of course, former USA Network's founder. Uh, you have, um, gosh, I'm going through the list. It's just Dan so impressive. Bryan. Yes. Uh, Kristen Dickey, former managing director at BlackRock. You, you're right. They cross uh, different world, you know, different parts of our investment world, our business world. Um, having said that, though, so obviously you can go anywhere when it comes to investments. Is there any criteria in particular that you think will be a common theme among the investments that you're looking for? Well, again, this, this goes back. So if we if we're we're targeting, you know, revenue generating early, you know, companies early stage in fintech, cybersecurity. Now, what you have been seeing is a lot of companies in the cyberspace. We, again, we, we, we um, strategically brought people into the SPAC that had the cyber expertise. Uh, it's, a, it's a field that is obviously, one, it's uh, not as complicated as people think, but it is a, if you look at the growth, we've had 6,000% increase in cyber attacks since COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And so as a result of that, we wanted to uh, capitalize off the tailwinds that were coming, and we realized that we have the level of expertise in the experience, and we have founders and creators that have done this before. So we believe that this was um, this was really one of the things we wanted when we looked at the criteria. Who do we have on the team that have deep level of expertise and experience? 
Listen, and one thing I've got to ask you uh, when it comes to diversity and, you know, we know that companies, institutions, investments all do better when you've got a diversity of thought. So, and I, and I ask this of all the institutions uh, and leaders that come on and especially those that are largely still white men, are you though concerned that you will be missing out by not having diversity of voices? In other words, having some men involved in terms of making some of the investment decisions. It's kind of the reverse oh. thing, right? Because I'm often asking guys, like, where's the diversity? <laughs> um, yeah. But, and, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, and, and, and I would tell you, um, even though we are a women, all-women-led spec, we have had uh, advisors and, or, you know, um, trusted advisors that we've asked, reached out to, and other specs. Betsy Cohen is one of our spec sponsors, where she has a great team. They're not all women. And so they've been in our corner 100%. We understand we're not targeting just women-owned businesses. We're, we're you know, that's, that's we ideally, we would hope that that would be a great opportunity that we could leverage. But we've realized that um, all voices at the table matter. And uh, we're just so all women-led. But it doesn't mean that we're not bringing all voices to the table, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, I do also wonder, there's so many SPACs out there, they've just taken off so much in the past year. How concerned are you about a lot of money, uh, be it SPAC investors or private equity, that they're all kind of chasing similar targets and what that means for p- the potential to really overpay for a target? We just have about 50 seconds, then we'll come back and talk some more. Okay, well, I, I would say this. This goes back to what I believe our team most important differentiator is our outstanding deal sourcing network that we developed just for this fact and a partnership with other organizations that provide a unique proprietary deal flow. And, and, and so we believe that, you know, there are a lot of companies that are not on other SPACs radar. And, and so these are companies in that cyberspace. These are companies that are AI. These are companies we have deep relationships with some of the founders you know, and so we 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 understand that there is a lot of space out there right now. But we believe that we we strategically put this together so that we we knew that we had the uh, partnership already. One of the areas that you mentioned, cyber, and that's certainly something that you know a lot about, having founded a cybersecurity firm as well. Um, I do wonder what types of cyber firms you're going to be looking to invest in. I ask because. Looking at a couple of the cybersecurity ETFs that are out there, iShares, GlobalX, overall, the group is down. Um, you know, investors not so keen, it seems, like on some of those names. There's a lot of players out there. So what are you going to be looking for? Well, <clears throat> so we, if we go back to, as I stated earlier, about, you know, cyber attacks being up by 6,000%, um, you look at companies that perform um, vulnerability assessments, endpoint solutions, we're looking at the type of companies that have integrated cyber analytics into their platforms, which is really given the predictive uh, analytics in terms of potentially when and where an attack may happen. We're looking at uh, cyber operational intelligence platforms. So I think uh, understanding the market and knowing those companies that are out there that exist that are doing really have some incredible solutions um, are the ones that we would be looking at based off of where we see uh, the potential risk in our global, uh, you know, cyber uh, uh, landscape as, as a whole. 
And when it comes to fintech, I really feel like this is an area, you know, whether it's the, you know, we, we've talked a lot about some of the online trading platforms. That certainly has been one of our big stories this week. But when you see fintech and disruption innovation, there's a lot going on in that space. Any idea in terms of maybe the types of companies that you guys, obviously you can't show your hand uh, at this point, but I just wonder parts of the area of the fintech space that you find interesting. Well, again, we, we find that a lot of the fintech integration platforms that integrate into, um, you know, that are user-friendly for, you know, for a lot of the financial institutes. But more importantly, if you look at companies where you've had a growth uh, in, in terms of, um, uh, the, you know, the, when I look at platforms that I, I, around the fintech area, I would focus, uh, and, and, have, and I would tell you a lot of companies are focusing on those companies that have a component of, privacy uh, financial uh, platforms. And what, what do I mean by that? You look at um, some of the you know, privacy uh, platforms that are now integrating into the financial. Most people are still concerned about the risk, the loss of data, or the sharing of data. And so those data, pla- those uh, privacy platforms that integrate into fintech uh, solutions are what we, what we would be targeting. Again, you can see sort of a, a trend with us we're looking at more, you know, privacy, security, right. financial, but all in that area. Yeah, which which is certainly on all of our radar, considering some of the big, uh, high, uh, you know, cyber attacks that we've certainly seen. Uh, we are ourselves, Bloomberg, one of our reporters, doing a story about all of the surveillance cameras and and uh, the hackivists that have been able to kind of expose to the world how many cameras are out there and how easy it is to access. You have, you and your team have roughly two years, I believe, to like buy up names um, with this SPAC. How quickly do you think you can put the money to work or, or how quickly do you plan to put it to work? Well, I would tell you this. We intended to talk to companies day one of our eligibility to do that. And uh, we certainly have, again, we put this team together strategically, understanding that the SPAC market is crowded. There are over 400 SPACs looking for companies to take public. A lot of high-profile names are jumping in as investors, but not every SPAC has the management team that offers the combination of financial operational expertise uh, that we bring to the table. So we believe that based off of the proprietary um, pipeline that we've developed, that we'll be talking to companies day one and hopefully be announcing a combination fairly soon. We'll look forward to it. I'm really curious to see the, the companies that you guys have on your radar. Hey, just one last quick question. Just got about 30 seconds. All of you who are involved, are, is, are all of you investing in, in the fund or, or how is it? You Absolutely. Know, you are. Every okay. one of our advisors are also investors and, and, and that's uh, it's just great to see women to be able to participate yeah. in, in uh, economically as well. Agreed. Looking forward to hearing more, um, and especially where you, you guys ultimately place those investments. Phyllis, thank you so much. Good luck. Phyllis uh, Newhouse, CEO and co-founder of Athena Technology Acquisition Corp., joining us on the phone in New York City.